Buckle up, hotties. It's time to talk some hoops. Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants with Brandon, Nate, and Jordan. What's poppin', Fanny people? Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants, proudly a part of the Pull Tab Sports Podcast Network and PullTabSports.com. Make it your homepage. I am Jordan. Uh, Al and Matt. That's Brandon back. That's Nate Durf. And we have no freaking time. Nate Durf. What did I say? Did I say Nate? You said that's Durf. Nate Durf. Well, whatever. We're, we're moving fast because I'm really excited about these specialty episodes. So every show, which you guys know, we end with the game Random Wolf of the Week, where we talk about a random wolf throughout the history of Timberwolves history. Could be Anthony Peeler. It could be freaking, um, what's that one? Who's the guy whose son we went to college with? It can be any random wolf. Randy Brewer. Randy, Randy, Brewer, Randy yep. Brewer. And we do this for about three or four minutes a show, but we thought it'd be fun to actually do, like, do a deep dive on some of these players because as Wolves fans, right, like we haven't, we've been good. We were good once in 2003, and now we've been good for like a three or four year period here, and it's like really fun, but, but we want to go back in time to the formative years that made us like diehard Wolves fans and investigate the players that gave us glimmers of hope or not. Um, throughout our tenure of uh, I'm excited of, to talk I'm, about Luke Ridnour. This is, this is good. So th- this week's Random Wolf of the Week episode, the inaugural Random Wolf of the Week deep dive episode is Luke Ridnour. Let's give it up for Luke Ridnour, baby. So um, I figure we'll just do like an overview of like his career and we can talk about like his best moment as a wolf. We can debate that. Maybe like the most distinct memory we've had. We have some like topics about the player we'll go through. But uh, let's let's talk about Luke Ridnour. Brandon, you want to take us through the career of Luke Renauer and the overview of his life, perhaps? I will. I could not find many details about his life beyond his playing career, to be honest. I don't know what he's doing now or anything like that. Was he ever um, in a threesome? I'm not that I'm aware of. Probably. He's an NBA player. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he probably did. Was um, Luke Renauer in a threesome? It won't let me search. That. There's no way that's on the internet. <laughs> was Luke? Okay, that's fine. It was Luke Renauer in a threesome. This is my personal computer, so I don't care if Comcast knows I'm doing this. Um, we, there's an interview with his wife, Kate Renauer. We met at a state basketball tournament. That's alarming. We met in a threesome. This is the first. I, I typed it was Luke Renauer in a threesome. And the first thing is super couple. Kate Renauer, Q&A. It's like, oh, my God. All right, whatever. All right, Brandon, actually give us our. There's our definitely a, there's definitely an article out there. They just used uh, <laughs> SEO to get that hidden. Yeah, for real. All right, okay. guys. Let's actually talk uh, about it. In 2003, the Cleveland Cavaliers with the first overall pick selected LeBron James 13 picks later, the real prize was landed as the Seattle supersonics took a point guard from Oregon named by the name of Luke Ridnour. Go Doug. Luke Ridnour had a successful run in Seattle. And after a brief stint with the Milwaukee Bucks, he signed as a free agent with the Timberwolves for four years, $16 million, an incredible bargain over the next three years. Luke Ridnour wowed us with a bevy of floaters and mid-range jump shots. He played 206 games and started in all but five of them. He averaged 11.5 points, 4.6 assists on 36-49-87 shooting. For that shot diet for a player of his size, that is a 54% true shooting percentage, which is really, really good. How tall is he? 6'2"? That size. He was 6'2". Okay. He was like a skinny 6'2 white oh. guy. And he was jerseys are always like, so baggy. He was posting like awesome efficiency from the point guard position in like an era where that type of efficiency was like pretty rare for yeah. the non like elite of elite. 
His three-year Wolves career came to an end when he was sent to the Milwaukee Bucks. We sent back to the Milwaukee Bucks in a three-team trade in which the Timberwolves <clears throat> received Kevin Martin. Good trade. Yeah. Uh, in in totality, Luke Ridnour ranks 32nd in Wolves history in total points, 17th in total assists, and 23rd in total steals. Long story short, Luke Ridnour was really, really good. <laughs> I that's that's great to hear because I remember watching the games and being like Luke's pretty good, but I remember like discourse on Twitter at the time was kind of like I'm so sick of Luke Ridnour. Bah, 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 bah. Like, do you guys remember that? Like Wolves Twitter back in the day, like how it was kind of they were kind of sour. Yeah, like I wasn't really a part of Wolves Twitter in that yeah, era. I wasn't up on it. I, I was at new that on point. Twitter, but I just um, Jesus fucking Christ, guys! I just found a Minnesota Timberwolves NBA button-up warm-up shirt, Luke Ridnour autograph, where it's Luke Ridnour thirteen, and he has First Corinthians ten thirteen written on it. Let's read the scripture. Let's read. I'm buying this, by the way. How much? Oh my is god! It? This script—it's fifty bucks. I gotta buy it. Um, don't no, buy it from first. Me. No, you're not. I'm gonna buy it right now. How dare you? I'm buying it. How dare you? Hang on. But the scripture that he is no temptation has seized you except what is common to man—a banger. Wait, Luke Ridnour. This guy had threesomes, and then he's putting Bible verses on his feet about not giving. <laughs> There's him the articles about his threesomes. <laughs> I bought the autograph. I bought the Luke Ridnour autographed button. Carl Anthony Towns tried to swoop in at the last second and steal it for Carl. <laughs> you lost to the goat, bro. How dare you? Um. Okay. So yeah, I remember the discourse around Luke being kind of sour at the time. So it's nice to hear that my eye test was correct. Uh, maybe people. So, yeah, and I them. actually we have like these like bullet points. About the yeah. guys to go through. Do we want to talk about like our Luke Ridnour take? Because this kind of goes into my my take on Luke Ridnour. Aside from the fact that I've been talking about the fact that Luke Ridnour was like really good. Yeah. What's your what's um, your take then about him? I this is going to sound blasphemous to say something along these lines. I think Ricky Rubio's addition very negatively impacted Luke Ridnour's Wolves career in particular. He his best season was his first season when he was the starting point guard. He started all 82 games. His true shooting percentage was 58% that season. And when Ricky showed up and came over, Rittenauer had to move to the two. He continued yeah. starting, but he was a shooting guard from that point forward. His efficiency took a dip. Now he's got to guard, like defensively, you're running into huge problems because your shooting guard is a skinny 6'2 white guy. So my take is that for better or for worse, Ricky Rubio negatively impacted Luke Ridnour's career. That's a great take, and it makes me so sad, but it's hard to disagree with it, and I will take it every time, but I'm sad they couldn't coexist. Um, I mean, they could coexist on offense. Yeah, it was like, yeah, defensively, it was just rough. And maybe that's so, what people are getting sick. Maybe that's what I remember on, on Wolves Twitter, is people getting sick of the defense just being coached. A 6'2 shooting guard. Yeah, yeah. and Rubio I, is obviously the, the prize. What I'm the hearing... Prize. What do you got? What I'm hearing from Brandon is that he regrets us drafting Ricky Rubio and he wishes we would have put all of our chips in the Luke Ridnour basket, yeah, everyone, which, which I mean, can you blame him for that take? It's the right one. Um, if, I cl- I, if, I cl- if I clipped if I clipped that and uh, <laughs> put it on Twitter, all the people attacking Claire Bloom would attack Brandon. For oh, I thought you were going to say what I just said. Well, well, that. Because no, I'm, not well, saying, insinuating. I'm not saying... I'm not saying it was bad for the Wolves. I'm saying it was bad for Luke Ridnour specifically. Yeah, Yeah, it was very bad. Um, What do you got, Durf? I was just going to say I'm in a similar uh, mindset as you, Jordan. I'm happy to hear that Luke was good, was actually good for us 
because my remember i remember really enjoying luke it was fun we went to a lot of games in his tenure so we saw him play a lot and i remember being like this guy's this guy can hoop like this guy's the mid-range jumper he was so good from the game we we watched so many there was one good team he was on i think but well no um, i mean he was on the he he was on the first ricky rubio team that was like Good until Ricky got hurt. Was he not on the 2013-14 team? The one that won 40 games? The 42, um, 40 to 40, right before we traded Kevin. Lowe. No, I think that was the Kevin. Mar- I think that was the year after we traded him, right? Okay, got it, got it. Okay, so he wasn't on a He was on, then. he was on, it was like, we drafted Rubio in 09, and then he took a couple years to come over. Yeah, he was on, his last year was 12-13. Okay. Um, sad. But yeah, I think it was, I mean, it was a product of being on bad teams. So he didn't get a lot of credit because they didn't result in wins, but yeah. he was fun. And, and like on a good team as like the backup point guard, Luke Ridnour would be just awesome. Insane. If we had Luke Ridnour, we could put him on this team before we got Monte Morris. So that's, I have that on the, would we want this player that's right. on the current team in, Hang on, in let's, three let's, Monte let's... Morris. Okay. Let's 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 go back. So, best, do we have like an idea of like what Luke Renauer's best moment as a Wolf was? It's probably like game winner. Was yeah, it a game winner versus the, Seattle? It's well, it's against Utah, but oh, it was Utah. Yes, um, they're like unquestionably, it's the game winner against the Jazz. That was during Ricky Rubio's rookie year, and I did a little research into some context around that. That in the moment was an important game. It didn't end up being that in the long term because the team fell apart after Rubio tore up his knee. But when he hit that shot, the wolves were 17 and 17 and the jazz were 15 and 17. So that was a big game in the context of a team fighting for a playoff spot in that moment. I do. That gives me goosebumps. I remember reacting very strongly to that game winner. Besides the fact that it was a game winner. I remember being like, Oh, and it was a cool hand Luke just going crazy. And it was like two seconds left inbound play, just like an awesome floater from like 15 feet. It's oh, so good. Durf, is, do you agree that's his best moment as a wolf besides being acquired by the team? Or do you have some specific <laughs> game you went to? You really there was a release. There was a really sweet. Le- there was a really sweet layup where we were down two, and then he tied the game, and we went on to win the game. Was that real? No, not oh. at all. <laughs> I was saying, like, wait, he's actually pulling out a random. Like, no, there, I, cool I honestly, before this moment, if you were like, think of a moment that Luke Ridenauer played in, I would have been like, I don't have one. Thanks. I'd be like, Next. I remember him bringing the ball up the court and watching his jersey look really baggy for a guy that yeah, should not have a baggy, baggy shorts so and the baggy, baggy jersey. Yeah. It was so cool. Um. So best moment, like most distinct, I guess the next question is what's your most distinct memory of this player? I remember his floater and he'd always run in like yeah. a bigger guy and it looked like he got just injured every time he'd do his floater and get hit by a post player, but he'd always get but back up. That's my distinct. He memory was so tough. Level. Like he was so durable yeah. in three years, like 206 games. Yeah, that's crazy. And he only didn't start like five of them is what was what, yeah. is that the stat you had. That's crazy. I just remember him always just get taking a pounding when he would do those floaters. When uh, he was doing his threesomes, he was always taking a pounding. <laughs> okay, guys, I was just Googling Luke, Luke Rittenauer highlights and there's a mixtape and it's 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 a YouTube it's a YouTube video with Luke Rittenauer highlights over fireflies. The song Fireflies. Please tweet the link out, right? Send it to me and I'll tweet it from the podcast. You would not believe your eyes. This is amazing. That's so good. Um, 
I have a different distinct memory of Luke Ridnour. It's a very, this is like a specific play. Okay. It's not the game winner against the jazz though. And I had to look this up to make sure I was like remembering everything about this correctly. In 2011 in Boston, he was called for a travel on what would have been the go ahead bucket with nine seconds left. And the Wolves ended up losing, and they haven't won in Boston since. No, really? <laughs> and it was, it was like it was an egregious, like it was on an inbound, and they called him for like taking an extra step, but he would have hit the game winner in Boston with nine seconds left. The Wolves were nine and twenty six, and the Celtics were twenty six and seven. That was like Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Boston. Oh my God, I remember this. Was it was, remember, it was it an egregious travel or was it like an egregious like bad call? So I didn't watch the clip. I remember thinking it was an egregious bad call, but yeah. I'm also a homer and was yeah. like 18. <laughs> I remember I re- that was like the discourse on Facebook afterwards. <laughs> so like, many statuses. Brandon Beck is I remember, mad that Luke Rittenauer got called for a bullshit trap. <laughs> I don't. I, one of Bull my crap. One of my He's in high school. Tweet. One of my high school friends <laughs> posted on Facebook. If Luke Rittenauer had ever played in an all-star game, they never would have called that travel. And I was like, 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 yeah. Oh God, I miss I miss Facebook, Facebook discourse. Statuses, yeah, and like and like when the statuses were cracking. Nothing better than logging on for school and seeing they the status all, and they like forty all... comments. You're like, what happened? What did I miss? Remember how Facebook used to, Facebook status always say is? used to say Brandon Beck is. Yeah, something. Brandon so Beck you, is we, furious. You look Luke back at old statuses; they don't make any sense because the is is missing. Ugh. Do you ever just, I mean, this is a universal experience nowadays, but like you see your old Facebook status like on this day, 12 years ago, and it's the most cringy thing you've ever said in your life. Yeah. Like yeah. Jordan Allen is yeah. doing homework. Where the hose? I, I remember I used to, <laughs> there was a couple times where I would like post a status and my dad would come to me and be like, you need to delete that. Cause I would say <laughs> it'd be after a Vikings game and I'd be like, these refs are jackasses. And he's like, hey, <laughs> you, you can't that. cuss. You can't cuss on Facebook. My dad would my, like my statuses about one of those. My <laughs> Facebook friendly. statuses, I was not only did I play high school basketball, but I was apparently the beat reporter for our high school basketball team. <laughs> my Facebook statuses are like big game tonight in Clearbrook. We whooped Clearbrook's butt tonight. Tough loss, guys, but we'll bounce back. <laughs> My, Imagine if, if Johnny K was like the backup point guard, and the next morning, I like the athletic was like, ah, uh, Krasinski puts up big numbers in the W versus the Jazz, written by John Krasinski. Durf, what do you have? I I was just saying, my my old Facebook statuses were just like lyrics to "Fix You" by Coldplay, or wow. like the Frey lyrics. It was littered. Sad. I was a very emotional boy. Yeah, aren't we all? Mm-hmm. Um, do we want Luke Rinnauer on this current on this current Wolves team? Well, does anyone else have Luke Ridnour takes aside from my Ricky Rubio one? No, my take was that I think Durf and I's take was like, yeah, he was actually good. And like our eye test met. Yeah. What, what my, my take, my take was I thought he was good, but then as I got older, I was like, was he good? Or did I just watch him play basketball? Or Luke was it just proud of awesome. seeing a <laughs> Yeah. Um we and we do want Luke Ridnour on this team, right? He'd be an amazing back. He, he would be better than Monte Morris, yeah. I mean, that's my thing is in a before they acquired Monte Morris, I would have been all like 
all in on Luke Ridnour. I don't think, however, that the roster has room for a fourth small guard that that can't shoot from outside. Because how was he as a shooter? He was a thirty-seven percent three-point shooter. I like it. So he's not he's not a great three-point shooter, but he was a good three-point shooter, and he shot a lot of like off the dribble stuff and like above the break stuff. So he probably in the modern NBA would have shot a lot more from the corners. What was his? What was his like per game average for three point attempts? Because he probably didn't shoot a lot, did he? Um, in that era, it was it was like that's in, what I was uh, thinking. Can't see. Yeah, he was he was taking like like two and a half three a game. Okay, moderate. So, and I mean, he he was really good. He shot forty four percent his first year with us, and then when he moved to shooting guard, it was thirty two and thirty one percent the last two years. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing that now. So I think he would have been a good fit. Like, I think he would have been a guy we talked about as a trade deadline target, but I don't Mm -hmm. think he fits in in the on the roster with Mike Conley, Monte Morris and Jordan McLaughlin already. What a great quad quadruped of point guards. If we had Luke, though, if maybe we could do the big ball and the small, but like you have one lineup that's Kyle Anderson, Carl Anthony Towns, Nas Reed, Rudy Gobert, and then they all sub off and they're replaced by the team of Mighty Mouses. <laughs> I, uh, I I would like to see it. Very 2003 or 2013 Warriors ask. Uh, any other Luke Renauer takes we want to we want to spew? I wish I could find his jersey. I wish we could find like an actual Wolves Luke Renauer. Yeah, but you're going to get the the crown jewel. The autograph warm up yeah. with the scripture on it is pretty. Is crazy. he? Is he was the game used? No, oh. I don't think so. Bummer. Hang on, could be. Let me was see. he number? Me see. Was he number thirteen? Yes. Yes. Let's see if I remember that correctly. Um, what did he have? Any cool nicknames? Frodo. Cool. cool his nickname was his nickname was Frodo. Did you not see that on Basketball no, I Reference? Not, I did not see that. Um, wait a minute. Was this a kid's size? Okay, no, it wasn't. Thank God. It's gonna be a little bit small on me, but I don't care. Um, let's see. Luke Rittenauer is forty-three years old. He could still play. He, he could still hoop. Old. Yeah, forget. He's barely older than LeBron. <laughs> um, well, since we're doing a random wolf of the week episode, we probably should end the show with a with random, random wolf, wolf of the, of the week. week. Our oh, wow, Brandon, it's your turn to pick a pick a random wolf. So let's do it. Five clues about a random wolf. Let's go. All right, here you go. You guys get your you guys get your hint free guess as always. Lazar Hayward. I still think it's Otheus Jeffers. Lazar oh. Hayward is incorrect, and, and I'm not. I'm reserving saying anything about Otheus Jeffers. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hint number one: He was number a college one. teammate of current NBA player Isaiah Hartenstein's father, Flo Hartenstein. There's a real. That is, that his name was Flo Hartenstein. That's oh, that's insane. amazing. That's great. um uh, West John. That sounds like West Johnson, doesn't it, Derek? You think Wes Johnson played with Isaiah Hartenstein's dad? Yeah. No, you gotta you gotta go older than that. Let's do, uh, let's Doug do like West? Irvin Johnson. Irvin. Number 42. Is it Irvin Johnson or Doug West? It's both. What's your guess? Let's go. You can only do Irvin. one. It's Irvin Johnson. Irvin Johnson is incorrect. Frick, man. Uh, Hint number two, he owns his college's single season record for assists with 218. That's Mark Blunt. Well, it doesn't... I know Mark Blunt when I see Mark him. Blunt. That's Mark. Sure. 
Mark you don't the past is what they call them. You don't want to stick with Doug. You just we didn't. No, use... no, no. You have an actual point guard. <laughs> okay, it's not Mark Blunt. <laughs> man, then why did they call him the Pass Man? I don't know. <laughs> did they call him that? No, I don't think so. Yeah, you don't remember? Man. He'd walk around. He's like, "I'm the Pass Man. Look at me passing." It was like he sang like Scat Man, but he was like, "I'm the <laughs> Pass Man." man. It's it's about 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 pass, 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 pass. Hint number four: Before ultimately deciding to retire, he was traded four times in six days in the 2015 offseason. Oh my Whoa. god! 2015. Feels... <sighs> is that is that is that Brad Lowhouse? No, I think it's Lowhouse. <laughs> Uh, 2015. I think it's Bob McCann, Omri Caspi. Oh, Omri! I think it's Omri too. Omri Caspi is incorrect. I think Shoot. you guys are going to get it on the fourth hint. His or- only nickname, according to BasketballReference.com, is Frodo. Oh, hmm. I, I, I think it's. It. I'm going to say it's Jordan Bell. I think it's. I think it's Luke Rittenauer. It's Luke Rittenauer. What? <laughs> the final no hit was he hit a game winner against the Jazz in 2012. Oh, I thought that was a fifth hit. My bad, I misheard you. I spoiled the bit. Well, no, but Derp said I his spoiled the- was Frodo <laughs> like five minutes ago. I already forgot. <laughs> I'm like, dang it, Derp, you're blowing the bit. I freaking love it. I freaking love it. Well, that's our first uh, random wolf of the week spotlight episode. We have one more coming next week. I really, it's really fun to just like spend 20 minutes talking about wolves of wolves past. We have to make this like a, 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 a monthly cadence. Wolves of old. Probably not. Yeah. Maybe, or just occasional. It's a fun time. Yeah. We could, we could like, we could like drop them in as like bonus episodes. Cause we're, we just record them after we do a regular episode every once in a while. Bonus segment. Bonus segment. I do like the chanting segment. doesn't work on it Zoom. We need to stop oh, chanting sorry. on Zoom. Delay. Delay. So we need to do like three, two. Well, it doesn't work because it's it's still latent. There's still like a delay. Yeah, yeah, but sound chanting is out. Chanting like is the out. Vikings. The Vikings are also out. But um, Panty Nation is in. Thank you so much for freaking rocking with Crunch Wears No Pants. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media at No Pants Crunch, wherever you get your social media stuff, except for Facebook. We're not on Facebook. Who cares about Facebook? And also, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you get your podcast, make sure you rate us one star or five stars. If you're going to say something, stand, stand on, on it. And also, if you're driving like a stupid idiot in residential areas, I'm so freaking mad at you, dude. And Luke Rittenauer is going to come and hit a mid-range jumper right in your face. Yeah. Okay. Be safe. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.